welcome to Lavender Sage and Stardust. Real quick. I just want to show you guys. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> My little green, green reaper. Look at this. All the dark. <laughs> I'm excited. Sorry. My teeth changing color. <laughs> I love your little green reaper tea holder thing. I know. It's awesome. Okay. Anyway. So <laughs> I'm leaving that shit in there. <laughs> all right tonight we introduced ourselves right yeah um, <laughs> you did it actually i did and then i cut you off because i was like wait wait wait, you gotta see this <laughs> <laughs> yeah. tonight do we have okay i know jess has watched it raven are you a supernatural fan and when i say supernatural i mean the tv show not the paranormal because we all know that we're all a fan of that um, so I might have watched, like, between six and ten episodes. Like, what? if I tried to start it from the beginning, and I did get into it, but I had, like, three other shows going, and then I stopped watching all of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, I do sit down a lot, but at the same time, like, I am up and down, up and down, up and down. And I think what happened was I was doing, I tried to sit down and watch it. I got up to do some chores, came back, got lost, said fuck this, and went to something else. Because <laughs> I didn't know where I was. And I feel like rewinding it to figure it out. But it was a cool, like, I like it. I think I should sit down and watch it. It's just that there's a lot. There is a lot. Yeah. And you got to keep up. There, there, is, there is a lot of, um, a lot of us seasons but so anyone that's a Supernatural fan will notice that it, they're basically based out of Kansas. And I've always wondered why. Like, I actually asked my husband, I'm like, there's a lot of fucking demons in Kansas. Like, what the hell? And there might be a reason behind that. Oh. Now, see, I knew Ohio was known for being quite haunted. Well, we'll actually get to that one, too. But I, well, while researching this particular topic, I have, I have gone down my rabbit holes that I normally go down. And I decided that each one of these will be a little series. So I will be doing a series of Gates to Hell. Oh, cool. And this is episode one of Gates to Hell. Welcome. <laughs> Take a number. <laughs> Your Dark Lord will be right with you. <laughs> oh, my God. So they actually used the cemetery in the in the show for some of the battle scenes, which I thought was really interesting. Um, so between Lawrence and Topeka, Kansas is a teeny tiny town with approximately 20 residents today. During its peak, right before the Great Depression, was around 50 residents. So, teeny tiny town. I'm I, I have more people on my street <laughs> I can't imagine mm-hmm. so but this is Stahl Kansas it was founded in 1857 by Pennsylvania Dutch and German settlers fleeing from religious retribution this town was originally called Deer Creek and they think that it was called Deer Creek because when somebody got into the town they literally saw a deer next to a body of water <laughs> That's how I got his name. That's easy. Yeah. I, I mean, keep it simple. Who really wants to, like, you know, 
harp on it. Like, fuck it, Deer Creek, Deer Creek. Yep, that that's it. That you know, tracks. <laughs> it was uh renamed to Stull, S T U L L, in eighteen ninety nine after their one and only postmaster. So before they ended up having a postmaster, they obviously had to travel very long distance to get their mail. Mm-hmm. So having a postmaster, having a post office, this was like a big deal. So they ended up naming the town after him. So he was like the king of stall. <laughs> yeah. Like would they all worship their mailman? Think about your life if you like your favorite person in the whole wide world is the mailman. And you rename your town after the mailman. <laughs> I'm sorry, post postmaster. Sounds way fancier, but at the end of the day, this was your run-of-the-mill mailman. This was the person that was responsible for your outside information. But granted, you have to think. Way back when they we didn't they didn't have internet, they didn't have phones, they didn't have you know things that had to get sent to you were telegraphs and newspapers and stuff like that. So if you were not getting that on a normal basis, you would be very out of touch with what was going on. Oh, absolutely. I just think it's funny that the town got renamed. Like, that was their hero. Yep. (laughs) Pretty much. Just all y'all need to be grateful for how good you got it now, okay? (laughs) Because I don't plan on naming my firstborn after my mailman. (laughs) Um, Up until 1867, the residents of the town used their own houses to host their church services. That is until a limestone structure was built. After the church was constructed, the graveyard was put next to it, which is pretty. I mean, that's typical. Yeah. Okay, that is a recipe for disaster. The limestone? Yeah, yeah, right next to gravestones, which literally heightens energy and attracts energy and feeds energy and energy, energy, energy. Yep. When I I read limestone, I was like, limestone? Limestone? That was a bad choice. Yeah. (laughs) (sighs) I bet you the mailman chose it. (laughs) <laughs> well he wasn't around quite then I don't think <laughs> I'm just teasing in 1922 a new wooden construction of a church was built right across the street and the old limestone structure was then abandoned they never used it after that and this town has had their fair share of tragedies especially when it comes to the street around and through the graveyard Mm -hmm. in the early 20th century (laughs) two and a half year old boy was burned alive in the town when he walked into a controlled burn his father was doing the townspeople who saw the event take place said that the boy was transfixed by something in the fire and they could not deter him from walking in Mm. Well, that took a really sad turn. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we were all giggling, making jokes, and all of a sudden, she's like, and then, like, fuck. I know. That was a really, a really That's a awesome mood one. killer. <laughs> we should call this episode Bipolar Emotional Roller Coaster. Because <laughs> it just flip on you, a drop of a dime. <laughs> and I mean, kids back then, even at two, had like a little bit more response, not I won't say responsibility, but yeah, kind of responsibility or no, like knowledge because fire was kind of how you kept warm. Like you knew, like this isn't, yeah. this probably wouldn't have been new to him. Like fire burns, stay away from that. 
Yeah. That's why I'm like, I'm wondering, like, what did he see in this fire to make him go towards it? Like, obviously, at some point, it's going to get too hot to walk towards. You're going to be, oh, I I can't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, unless unless he just became completely trapped, which can happen. You know, it can happen pretty quickly, but. But it was uh, a control burn. Like, this. And if his father took him, I guess, then I guess. I mean, this couldn't have been. I mean, maybe it was his first one, but, like, the parent had to have felt confident enough to take them with them. Right. Like, I can't imagine, like, a a father back in that day to do something like that. Why wouldn't you leave your kid at home with their mom unless you were mentally, you know, you were secure in what that kid knew and what to do and what not to do. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, I'm just saying how plausible it is and how much scarier that makes it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah I know so a little after the little boy uh, a man that, that was reported missing was found hanged on a tree that grew next to the church hmm. now I don't know if this was a act of suicide or if this was somebody hung him I couldn't get any more information as to if there was anything around him you know any struggle I, I i got nothing that was the only information i really got from that hmm. yeah either way it's tragic as fuck and it's that limestone is feeding that shit definitely so the tree itself actually has some stories behind it it was said that it used to be the tree that they hung the ones accused of witchcraft and at some point it had a really unusual growth spurt where it the tree ended up growing right through a gravestone of a woman who was said to be a witch. Interesting. Hmm. And actually I wanted to kind of point on something I noticed. A lot of people brought this to attention that on some of the gravestones, you will notice the name Wittich, W-I-T-T-I-C-H. I'm not sure if this is a last name, or if this is like an older way of saying spelling witch. Yeah. Because it kind of, I, I don't know, like Wittich kind of does have that ring to it. I don't know. Yeah. Hmm, that is interesting. That's something you should, we should think about. <laughs> yeah, because a couple of the podcasts and a couple of the YouTube videos I watched, they kind of emphasized on those gravestones saying that these people were accused of witchcraft. So I'm thinking that their graves were marked with that Wittich to let everyone know that they were, you know, accused. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, that's possible. I mean, and if it's coincidence, I mean, you know, you can imagine they probably accuse a family. It probably wouldn't just be one. Yeah. But that's a quite the coincidence to have that type of name and have that same accusation. Unless that was like you know, people not thinking, and they're like, well, their name sounds like it, so they must be it, and they're weird. Yeah, I mean, who, <laughs> like, who knows? They could have just had the wrong fucking last name. <laughs> sometimes I wish I just, like, I, I could have, like, interviewed people back then. I don't know. Right. <laughs> so this town isn't just rumored to have witches, but also devil worshippers, animal sacrifice, because what urban legend doesn't? Yeah. And a couple other weird sightings, and we'll get to those. 
So the devil is said that he has ties to this tiny town and will visit two nights a year at midnight on Halloween and the spring equinox. Polar opposites every six months. I like it. He's he's steady. (laughs) He walks up the stairs that are said to be located inside the church behind the front altar, which leads to hell. Now, we grew up in the 90s. We are children of the 90s. I remember ACDC telling us there was a highway to hell, not a stairway. Yeah, I thought it was always down. (laughs) I'm confused. But there is, it said that there is a stairway that leads directly to hell. And you might ask yourself, why would the devil come to this tiny town? Right? Yeah. Well, it's because he had a child with a witch. Huh. Evidently. <laughs> I love how you roll your eyes. <laughs> so it said that this woman had a boy who she gave birth to as a really deformed child said that he looked sort of like a half man half wolf so like a werewolf kind of a situation he only lived for a couple of days he and his mother are both buried in the cemetery they say that the devil comes back to visit them i mean i just it, not saying that there is or isn't a devil but if there is that's very nice of him. well well why <laughs> just, just why in 1999 a local news station actually showed up to the cemetery on Halloween to disprove the claims of the devil visiting to show everyone but they were told to leave at 1130 that's a little suspicious huh yeah I mean I don't I don't you know I'm not a devil person like there is there is evil, there is straight up evil, but there is no collective evil king, in my opinion. <laughs> um what in the nineties there was a lot of like um new things that they could produce in bet like on, you know, obviously like add-ons, it's not AI, but you know, obviously they can like put stuff in there. If I lived in that tiny town and some news crew came and they were like, oh, we're going to stay here till midnight. And I know that there's a chance they can fake that shit and bring tons of people to my tiny fucking town and annoy the shit out of all the locals. There's a fucking reason why there's 20 people that live there. They like it that fucking way. Yes. And they're very protective (laughs) of it, too. Yeah. So if that was me and... I'd be like, no, yeah, sorry, we can't, you can't share it with the world, like, y'all gotta go, or we'll all suffer, like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) shoo-shoo. Yeah. Unfortunately, on March 29th of 2002, the old church was actually demolished, and Uh the owner, the owner of the property claims that he did not authorize the demolition, and the people that live close by said that they heard nothing during the demolition. It just disappeared. Well, that's suspicious. Like, all of it, it didn't crumble, it just went away? That is hard to decipher, I'm going to be honest with you. So, I saw a couple of things where it looked like, it looked like part of the structure had crumbled. But, I've also seen where it looks like it's been completely cleared. Now, if part of the structure had crumbled, I'm wondering if they had just cleared it at a different time 
to make sure nobody got injured because this is still a cemetery. People are still going in there to visit their their loved ones. I don't know, but some of the pictures that I did see of after this cemetery had gone to ruins, the amount of bricks that were left behind was not enough to be the entire structure, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, and you probably don't have the answer to this because why the fuck would you look at a town layout if you could even find one? I'm curious who the closest neighbor was. Like, do all these 20 people live on the main street and, like, everybody just, like, rolls in together now, you know what I'm saying? Or do they live, like, with acreage and out far away from each other and, like, town is just a stoplight? (laughs) From the pictures, I did look it up a little bit. Like, I did look up the town a little bit. From the pictures that I saw, there was some infrastructure at some point. However, most of the stuff that's kind of close by-ish is um, old buildings that are no longer inhabited. But there is the property owner who lives across the street. Okay. But he didn't do it and he didn't hear nothing. That's what he's claiming. And then there's other people that live on the street that aren't right around, but they would have heard demolition, obviously. Right. Being happen, (laughs) Um, especially in March. Like, the trees aren't covered in leaves to block that noise. And that and even that would only cover so much. Exactly. So it's a little suspicious. I mean, yeah. No, I was just curious because you know, people like fraud happens, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I don't know what happened to it. Or he just got <laughs> tired of the local kids coming there all the damn time. Well and that's the thing too with like the urban legends surrounding the church and the cemetery they experience a lot of issues with trespassers and stuff. So it is said that the property owner will run people out. Townspeople will run people out and they'll get the cops involved to make sure people stay out. Both of them? Yes. <laughs> no, I meant like two cops. All, all, all two people. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at a, a Google map. Sorry. I was curious what the town looked like. <laughs> yeah. It's a small town. It's really tiny. It's very tiny very very tiny you could walk everywhere yeah i was like wow mm-hmm. it's like all the houses here <laughs> yep oh okay see that's what i was asking like where was it condensed yeah. or are they like way yeah, out? Condensed. nope it's pretty it's pretty condensed um like i said the pictures that i saw of the cemetery some of the buildings that are surrounding the cemetery are old infrastructure buildings but there are houses kind of scattered in between and a little further out you know what i mean but it's not a ton it's so tiny yeah it's a very tiny gotcha i was curious so i looked it up i was like i want to know what this looks like so i'm gonna look it up real quick (laughs) (laughs) so there are some reports of happenings of people who are able to get into the property even through the townspeople and the property owner and the police and there's some really odd reports Uh so before the old church was torn down there was no longer a roof and they had not had a roof for a very long time because it had fallen in it is said that rain has never fallen inside the church even after the roof was off it never got wet well that's weird there was a lot of claims of this like when it started raining after the roof was taken was was pulled out because it had it had collapsed in some people went out there because it was going to start raining or it had to start raining and they were going to throw a tarp one because they still had some of the old stuff in there 
that they wanted to make sure that didn't get wet. They ended up running over there to try to put a tarp on and they said that everything inside was already dry. Nothing was wet. That's not weird at all. <laughs> not, not at all. There's also a legend of an eighth window at the back of the church that will appear with an odd light coming from it. When the church was built, it was only built with seven windows. Three on each side, one on the front above the door, and then the door itself. The eighth window will appear in the back of the building. And anyone who this eighth window appears to, it's said to bring misfortune. Well, that sucks. (laughs) There's also reports of lapses in time, memory loss, sightings of apparitions, and even werewolves in the cemetery. Hmm. This really odd report of two guys that went into the cemetery one night said that it was a really calm night weather-wise. And all of a sudden, they experienced these extreme gusts of wind and heard these really odd, loud, strange sounds. When they went back to their vehicle, it was on the other side of the road, facing the opposite direction. It was almost like the spirits were like, get your ass back where you came from. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) That is weird. Rumors of all the darkness that this small town has been burdened with is said that it even drove Pope John Paul II to fly around on his way to Colorado in the early 90s because he said the area was too evil to fly over. You'd think somebody who's a... You'd think he'd want to help. <laughs> right. And so says, I'm going to avoid this whole even though I'm like the most respected religious person that could probably fucking help. I'm going to go around. I'm just saying, when you're a registered nurse and there's an accident, you are you are by oath, you're supposed to go help. If you're yeah. a doctor, you're supposed to go help. You'd poke. This is evil. You're supposed to go help. Now, there is a couple... Uh, there's actually quite a few uh, celebrities that have said that they've witnessed things but two of the ones actually kind of stand out to me I'm gonna go with the coolest one but I I have to say this I have not been able to find this fact and this person you, you we can no longer ask them so I don't know where this story came from I don't know if this is actually a fact I don't think this is anything that he's actually said because I haven't been able to find a quote that being said I heard a story of Kurt Cobain going to stall and doing a bottle test. Now, this is where you take a bottle and draw an inverted cross. You throw it at the building, and if it doesn't break, you're fine. But if it breaks, you'll soon die. It was said that his bottle broke. This was a year before he passed away. Huh. Like I said, I could not find this as a fact it, but it's, I found it interesting. Yeah, I mean it's interesting, but I mean you could throw you could draw nothing on a glass bottle and throw that shit at a building, it's gonna fucking break. <laughs> right. And it's a stone building nonetheless. Like that's the worst kind. Like maybe wood, you have a chance. Or some <laughs> right. siding, you got a chance. But you got you got a stone building, that shit's gonna kaplooey. <laughs> I agree. We all gonna die. <laughs> I agree. And um <laughs> 
the next one was the most intriguing and I actually you can find this video on YouTube it's still up it's from about nine years ago I want to say do you guys know who Greg Newkirk is I don't think so so him and his wife Diana have a traveling paranormal museum and they actually will help out sometimes paranormal investigators they have been on kindred spirits a lot they do haunted objects Oh, yeah, the, I know they reference them yeah. sometimes. I know exactly you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't know my name, but I know, yeah. So they experienced a very odd phenomenon when they visited. Uh, well, it, it was Greg. I'm going to assume that she was behind the camera, but it was when Greg had visited the cemetery and he was actually able to record some of it. There was these small circle fires that were burning in the corners of the cemetery it looked like almost like a controlled burn but there was nobody around controlling the fire it was just burning well that's no that's odd very very odd now i don't doubt for a second that this place is not very fueled and very haunted and even from the limestone having been there that long and the people of the town even though there's not that many of them they obviously believe these things which then you know, you know, takes over for the lime and gives them the energy and stuff like that to feed off of. And it sounds like there's been tons of tragedies, you know, no matter if we can name them or not. I mean, there's tragedy generally back in those days on a normal basis, much less, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. In today's world, a small town sounds absolutely fucking phenomenal because we have Amazon, we have mail, we have ways to get things that we need. However, you're talking about, you know, the 1800s, early 1900s. It's not as easy to get the shit that you need. So you're going to have a harder time, a much harder time than being somewhere near more of an infrastructure, more of a city. Yeah, I mean, completely destitute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these people are pretty much in the middle of, of nothing. I mean, like I said, there's there's some cities that are near it now. Uh, they're about 20 minutes away, I believe. But basically, they're alone. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so yeah. there's lots of bad shit that can go on down there. And then you got all that energy hanging around and being fueled and... Mm. I, I find this more of an urban legend and not saying that there's never any truth in urban legends, but I feel like sometimes things get hyped up a little bit more because it, it's unknown. Mm-hmm. And with with the property owner, no, respectfully, I, I understand you don't want people trusting all over your property. There's people's loved ones in that in that cemetery by all means, I think it is appropriate to make sure that people are not trespassing and disrespecting. But you're also then adding to that illusion of, well, you don't want us here. Why? Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I, I mean, at the same there. time, though, I really think it is haunting. Can you imagine a bunch of people coming in and wanting to investigate and stirring shit up? It sounded like it was a pretty strong. Like, it sounds like it's a very thick energy, and it was fueled for a long, long time. So, imagine people coming around being disrespectful and poking around. I don't doubt that shit's on it. Fuck that. You ain't coming here starting to shut up and fucking leaving me. Yep. (laughs) Like, y'all better go on and get. (laughs) 
But that was, like I said, my first episode of a new series of Gates of Hell. And I'll do this sporadically. <laughs> I, I was in gonna... doubt for a second that that shit would have like some kind of portal on it or something. Yeah. There are apparently seven. Well, this, this is a little difficult because I was able to find a, a lot, much, much more than seven. But it's that there are certain gates of hell. And the, if you open these seven gates of hell all at one time, <laughs> hell will be released on earth. So I, what I'm asking basically is when the fuck did that happen? Because somebody did it recently. I just know it. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to know how they plot out. Ooh, like, yeah. do they plot it evenly? Yeah. Like, evenly spaced? Like, a nice amount? Like, you would think it would take a lot of... I'll, I'll have to, like, look it up, definitely, when I do my research and uh, figure out where these lay. I mean, they've got to... I wonder if there's some kind of, like, ley line that's going between them all, or if they're going to create some kind of pattern. I don't know. Ley lines can have a lot to do. That's a lot of energy yeah. boosting, too. I mean... If yeah. there's legitimacy in the claim, and if that just so happens to be a piece of it, I would be super fucking interested. Yeah, get, I'm not going there. And take pins and pin them and see where they, what they do. I feel like I'm going to think of. And then just take a string. You know, like detectives do. You see, you see the shows to take the string, take, lead the string over here and tie it here. And be like, oh, and the string goes here. And look, all right. No, look, what, we're gonna, <laughs> what we're going to do for a free podcast. <laughs> Or we could just use the interwebs. Yeah, I don't trust the internet. This way. <laughs> I don't. I don't trust AI. I'm telling you, it would be fun. You should do it. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm definitely gonna look up and and figure out what these connections have and where they're actually located at. Because, like I said, when I was looking it up, I got variety of information that was a little confusing because there's an actual place called Seven Gates of Hell and yeah <laughs> that will be another episode I oh. promise <laughs> I'm, I'm ready for this docuseries <laughs> well I'm ready to bring it to you guys I hope everyone enjoyed it it was able to follow it I I tried <laughs> no way we fo I followed it quite well I'm trying to debunk some of it like I'm trying to be skeptical early because I want to just jump in and be like oh my god the gates of hell but if that I'm telling you I'm gonna be impressed if that if those map lines don't have correlations with like odd magnetic you know um spots in the earth or something ley line whatever yeah yeah these I will do an episode of these maybe like my my every two to three episodes so you guys won't be getting it until like every sixth episode or so so you know well actually it'd be more than that it would be about every seventh or eighth episode depending on how they fall so we'll see what happens but <laughs> so you won't keep us on the edge of our seats it's it's going to be a little while yeah Yay, <laughs> <it's really> exciting <laughs> see i'm like, a, i'm I don't think I could. I don't think I could do research for all of them. And I could, at some point, I'm just gonna be like, "Nope, I gotta do something else." My and then, and then sleep at night. 
<laughs> and we have a really fun episode that I'm really excited about doing that I'm going to be starting to research on soon. So I think, see, I'm a, I'm a binger. Like I hate waiting in between because I'll be forgetting, like, I need the whole story. I'm going to forget pieces and then I'm not going to like connect them. So this will probably be the only thing, the only like podcast series of, you know, episodes of ours that I'll listen to and I'll probably wait until all of them are done and listen to them just consecutively so I can put all the pieces of the puzzle together and tell you what my final review and, and idealism and we might even do a whole damn episode on that like we just don't talk about it I was going to say we should that'd be interesting <laughs> that would be fun that would be fun I mean I know we do a lot of talking in between but like if I have time to think and I'm going to listen to them you know one one through eight right away or whatever I'm, I'm going to have questions I'm going to have like everything opinions <laughs> well thank you for doing that research and telling us all about that that's interesting i like it and get to the other six post post haste please Benji, Benji. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much guys for listening and hanging out with us and thank you christy because i'm fucking excited now <laughs> you guys are very welcome well, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Lavender Sage and Stardust, or you can email us at Lavender Sage and Stardust at Outlook.com. And you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, right? That's all the ones we're on right now, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, those two. <laughs> I have a question. Do you do you have all that stuff written down on a wall in there somewhere? Who, me? Yeah. No, why? You look like you're reading off notes off the wall. That's some shit I would do. I oh, should have no, did that one time ago. I still, I still fuck up the email address. Anyway. Send us, send us your episode suggestions. Send us your scary stories. Or just say what's up. And just say what's up. Yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. Till the next time. Bye. Stay, stay home. I can't talk. In the early 20th century. Center, century. Words are hard. It's okay. I do it too. You saw her be the last episode. <laughs> I was struggling. <laughs> Y'all remember trying to say sheep squash? <laughs> sheep squash? Squash sheep? Sentry. She did it. That was harder than it needed to be. A two-